0: What a wonderful opportunity to be with you again. Thank you very much for having me after two years, not one year. Some of you said, oh, well, last year. I said, no, two years. Time passes very, very quickly. And Chris, thank you so much for having me again and for your hospitality and your generosity and for having me this year with my sister Huda uh, from London via Syria. So um, we work together with the Awareness Foundation and we go and come back to Syria often. And I hope we will have the chance after the service to talk more about the work of the Awareness Foundation in that part of the world. It's a very disturbing story. And it's like a multifaceted Uh, piece of art however you look at it you see something different it's impossible to to, in a couple of minutes to go deeper and deeper in this fantastic story that St. John chose to tell us in details I mean John does not speak in details very often in his, uh, in his gospel. But this story is really a detailed story. Why? Because it has a lot to tell us about ourselves and about the identity of Jesus Christ. Imagine for a moment with me, a man blind from birth, bringing him to a totally pitch black room and giving him back his sight, would he notice any difference? Yes or no? No. Yes, no. <laughs> in pitch black environment, you can't see anything, and you give him his sight again, would he make would that make any difference? Yes. yes. Whoa. What difference does it make? In in a pitch black room. There's no light. I'm saying he is in a pitch black room. He, sees light for the first time. he he can't. There is no light in a pitch black, completely dark room. Would he would he would he know the difference? No. no. If you if you put him in a in a very dark room, completely dark, and give him back his sight, would he notice the difference? No. Now go to the no go to the window. Open the window and and close it. What did you do? You you confused him completely. (laughs) Right? And now, take his sight again. And he is blind again. What would he do all his life? He would only think about what? This absolutely fraction of a second that he saw the light. That that powerful is can be a fraction of a second in our lives. That powerful can something in us break and we hear this deafening voice in us and we are never the same again. This man, Jesus healed him in a very different way than what we think. He could have said to him, get your sight back, and he would have got his sight back. Why? Right? Because he did it before. He said to the, uh, to the lane, stand up and walk, and they did. And the man was a, was a, uh, with a, a frozen uh, arm, he said, stretch out your, ha- your arm, and, and, and everything was fine. Why did he go to this messy, muddy thing that he took a mud and spit in it and, and made a mud and put it around his eyes, the man, and then he said, Go and and, and wash. What on earth is, is, is all about? It's very messy. But tell it, tell me something. Aren't we messy? Isn't our life messy? What, my goodness, I mean, who leads a, a, a clean life? I mean, think about it. We, we, the, the very fact of, of life, that if we stay a couple of days uh, without, without a, a bath or a shower, we think this is really getting on our nerves What about about life in 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 places like Syria and Iraq and and South Sudan or Nigeria? People are living in the middle of the mud, of the bloodshed, of the shed, of the of the shelling and shooting and everything around them, not only messy, it's bloody messy. It is so difficult and so dirty in every way. And in every meaning. So Jesus, when he took this mud, <clears throat> he took us back to where? When, when did God deal with mud? In the beginning, exactly. You're with me now, awake. <laughs> so he, he took us back to the creation. When he dealt with the mud and did something and Adam was there. So he completed the creation with this man. Doug, you're not that man, but t- today you are my visual aid. <laughs> <laughs> so he took the mud, and as if, as if, when, when they, they asked him, who, who sinned? His, his, he sinned or his parents? Because all we all say, when something bad happens to us, I'm sure I did something that God is, you know, punishing me or giving me a message or something. No, my friends, God does not punish. God does not punish. God is love. And he said to them, it's neither him nor his parents, but I am completing now the creation of that man To show you the glory of God in him, he completed the creation in in a man who, who, who was lacking eyes, the sight. Still, the Pharisees were totally ambivalent about what he did. And what did he do with them? He clashed with them, as usual. As usual. Because he, Jesus, with the people, he is the loving, the healing, the wonderful master, the, the fantastic leader, shepherd, you name it. He is such a loving, giving, forgiving. How many, how many sinners did he forgive? How many people he, he healed? How many, how many good things he did with the people? But when it turns to the Pharisees, he was a storm against them. And, and and this is this is the, the 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 responsibility with this that comes the responsibility i mean chris this is this is part of it that we we get the blame and when he turned to the to the leaders he was a storm because they were arrogant he said they said to the man well you are born out of sin and you're coming to teach us? Get out! Imagine this. Those who were supposed to what? To serve who? To serve God in serving the people. Because his eyes were open and he witnessed to the light he experienced, they kicked him out. And Jesus did not tolerate this and he was against those arrogant blinded in darkness leaders now what did he what did he do actually to them why did he anger them he angered them because he revealed he reflected their true true situation that they were blind the wonderful thing about Christ in our lives and in, through history that he turns to be a mirror and he reflects our image when we look at him. Do you remember when, when they brought to him the, the woman caught in adultery? Do you remember? When he was doodling on the, on the ground and he stood up and he made this lady totally invisible, and turned to the peacocks that brought her to him and said to them you, the, the, the famous sentence. What did he say? Yes, if you are what? Without. Without sin. He reflected to them. He turned himself into a mirror and reflected their ugly faces, their ugly trap they brought this woman for. Not because they were worried about her, that she was in adultery. They wanted him to, be, to, to fall in the trap. And what did he do? He immediately reflected their ugly faces. And because of that, the peacocks coming with this woman, they left <laughs> like poppy dogs. This is the, what Jesus does in the world. And we as leaders, and you as Christians, we as the body of Christ, we have to look always at this mirror and see what does it reflect. What are we seeing? Look at the world. 50, 60, 000, 60 million refugees around the world, my friends. 60 million 20 million facing death in famine, and we are living in the year 2017. We are sending people all the time to space, to Mars, and we are blinded to see the horrible, horrible situation of our world. We've never, ever been worse Since the Second World War, the world is in the terrible situation out there. I'm sure you heard what happened in London. In London, what happened in London was just a spark, just a little spark of the real fire going on in many countries around the world, including the Middle East. We as a church, what are we doing? Are we looking in this mirror... And see what Jesus is reflecting, what, what image do we have, what Jesus is reflecting to us. Are we ha- happy with the image that we see when we look in the mirror of Jesus Christ? It's, it's disturbing. It is disturbing, my friends. We are not here to be comfortable. We are here to be disturbed by the Lord himself. He was rejected by the by the. Uh, by the leaders, because he disturbed them. He said to them, you think you see. And because you think you see, you are blind. You see that? Because you are arrogant enough to, to think. Of course, I'm, I'm, he is sinful. I'm fine. This self-righteousness of the leaders. He said, because you think so, you are Blind. If the church today worldwide looked in the mirror of Jesus Christ, what do we see? What face do we see? And what should we see? Are we the light in the world? Are we reflecting the light of Jesus Christ? Or are we blind like the the leaders 2000 years ago? It's a huge responsibility, my friends. The world is burning with hatred, with racism, with, with inequality, with injustice, with you name it. Millions of people are, are unjustly being, being detained in so many countries in the world. And we are sinking in our comfort. And we think everything is fine because we come to church every Sunday. And this is disturbing. The world is burning. And the world needs us more than ever to move, to stand up and say, enough for war, enough for armament, enough for buying and selling our lives and our blood. Where? Where is the voice? Where is the prophetic voice of the church in our world? Me? Looking at in the mirror of Jesus Christ, I feel ashamed. Ashamed for all humanity. We have fallen short. We are failing him. Failing the light of the world. The one who came and was crucified and rose again. That we may have life and have it what? Abundantly. Are we living an abundant life? Where is our voices? Where are the voices that say enough? Bring peace to the world. Bring the light of Jesus Christ in the middle of the world. So that we, we deserve to be human beings. To deserve to carry his image in us. I'm passionate. Excuse me. But, but going to the Middle East and, and, and experiencing the war firsthand meeting the people who are destroyed. You can't but be passionate about the opposite, which is peace and love and service. We need all your voices to stand up and say we are created on his image. And this is a huge responsibility. And we are taking this very seriously. May the Lord enable us all To stand up for peace, for love, for his image in us, and reflect his light always. Amen.